Hello and welcome back to Bath Time. After the rebrand of the century last week, you join us again for this another exciting episode. Uh, what follows is an interview about strike action. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have the power of precognition. We are working on it. We've got Adam in a sensory deprivation tube as we speak, uh, but a week is a long time in politics, and this was recorded before we knew that the strikes were to be cancelled. However, we hope that you'll still get something from it, uh, if anything, something distracting from your hungover Monday morning. You are very welcome. Uh, now, without further ado, probably to you. So um, thank you very much for joining me, Kate. Um, so Kate, you are a data librarian. And before we got onto the strikes, can you tell me a bit about what your role is on campus, please? Yes, um, so I'm a, a research data librarian and on campus, um, my role is to support those doing research in helping to find ways that they can um, either prepare their data, make it more available, make sure that it's uh, preserved adequately and we can advise on how to do that in terms of making sure that all research participants are, uh, their data is kept secure and we try and make sure as many people as possible have access to high quality research data. It definitely sounds like an essential part of university life, like an academic role that isn't talked about a lot I know that with the strikes a lot of the focus is just on lectures and teaching hours that students are missing out on um you know as a data librarian like you definitely have such an important role as well as doing that you are actually a member of the university's UCU branch and I was wondering if you could tell me a bit more about you know what is your role within the UCU which is University Colleges Union and and what got you sort of wanting to take a more involved role um well, my role in the uh, UCU at the university is as a membership secretary. So um, I help to keep all the records up to date, um, onboard new members. I'm also uh, the representative, uh, the workplace contact for the library and people with questions about UCU. Um, the reason I wanted to get more involved is because um, I worked abroad previously and I was in a workplace that didn't have a union. I know what mm. it's like to work somewhere where you don't have the support of the union, where there is no buffer between you and the employer, even when the employer is really well intentioned, which they always or often are. Um, it's really helpful to have a union in place. Yeah, I, I think that's a really good point. Like unions aren't just there to start strikes and everything like they are the first point of contact for issues in the workplace and um, you know I think that's definitely something that needs to be highlighted and thank you for that and um, talking about the strikes of course that's the reason why we're here why are the UCU striking and do you have sort of any like sort of personal involvement in how those working conditions and the pay that is being disputed, how is that impacting you as well? Well, the um, why UCU are striking are to try and 
encourage further discussions to happen. Striking is always a last resort, but they're striking on a number of issues, such as trying to improve working conditions, pay and working conditions. Since 2009, there has been roughly a 25% real term pay cut. Um, as you, you all know, we're, we're um, experiencing a cost of living crisis, and so that um, that pay cut is really, that real terms pay cut, I should say, is really, um, really being felt. Um, additionally, we're seeing disparity in uh, the working conditions between people of different genders, races, and so we are wanting to make sure there's a level playing field for everyone so that talent is recognised. Also, a number of our uh, teaching staff are on precarious contracts, so we're trying to uh, make sure that we can secure better contacts, um, better conditions for that. And locally, there has been progress on that, and that's thanks to um, the unions, the university executive working together. But one other reason why we're striking, and this is really affecting me personally, is on the issue of pensions. Um, it varies between person as to how long they've been in their, in their position, but the, the average that people are going to suffer in terms of the, um, the overall uh, benefits to the pension is 35%. And that's what mm. I've seen in, in my own pension. On a personal level, I will be okay, but that is because I live in a two-income household. If I didn't, yeah. I would be in, I can see myself working beyond retirement age. I, I think that's definitely, it's quite terrifying that sort of like, it has been quite a dramatic cut and we'll talk about a bit more about this in the episode and I'll include like some graphics on the website um, to sort of really hammer home. Like you do see this sort of like dip in a graph to show how big this cut actually is um, on top of the real terms pay cut there definitely is an issue with the system there. Could you tell me what you're asking from the University of Bath? Um, is that something that you're able to do? From the University of Bath, at least from the executive, we'd like them to, where possible, make a public statement. We've um, appreciated them coming down to the picket lines, coming to talk to us, and it would be great to see that taken further onto a, into a more public arena. Um, additionally, we realise that it's a, a national discussion when it comes when it comes to uh, various things like pay and um, pensions. However, we would um, appreciate them to support all efforts to um, open up those discussions where we can actually reevaluate the state of the pension in practical terms and um, there's been um, uh, various independent um, financial advisors and even the the USS's own figures are suggesting that it is possible to reverse the cuts so we would um, like them to s support efforts towards that and uh, we appreciate um, all the discussions we've had so far with them um, additionally um, we'd like help in ad addressing the workload issues. Um, for instance, um, on average, academic related and professional service staff work an extra 
roughly speaking, an extra day a week on top of their regular hours and academic staff work roughly uh, 51 hours a week, you know, and that is is well beyond what the average working week is. And so anything they can do to help address workload issues would be um, needed in order to move these discussions forward. Uh, I mean, I think they're personally particularly quite reasonable. Um, and now to a bit of a more personal note again, how actually are the strikes impacting you? I know like a lot of students listening uh, or reading this, they'll probably be like, oh, I'm, I've missed out on this teaching time. I'll pay an extra £2.70 to get on to campus because of the bus. But these strikes aren't, are, of course, the last resort. How have they been impacting you? They've been impacting me and others who've been striking in the fact that um, they don't get paid. Um, also, there has been um, some, uh, you could say, um, emotional distress in getting to this point because for, for all of us who strike, it's, it is a last resort. We want to be there for students. We want to deliver that quality education that they deserve. But our workloads are such that we can't give them the time that they deserve. Our pays as such that sometimes for some people, especially in uh, one income households, it's a struggle to get everything that is needed for the household. And so we can't give our all when we come yeah. to the job because we're, we're tired. With regards to students, again, the SU referendum result on whether or not the students' unions should stand in support of the strikes. Um, previous referendums and in semester one, they didn't hold a referendum. They just had a meeting of the activity leads. This is the first time in recent sort of SU history that the vote for a referendum made the SU put out a statement saying it will not be supporting these strikes. The results were 675 in support with 705 not supporting. Of course, that's around 30. Uh, people that could have swayed the balance but at the same time 76 students voted to abstain so that meant they couldn't decide whether or not they should support or shouldn't you know what is your reaction to this result I'm guessing it's going to be quite disheartening it is and yet we are so grateful for all of those who engaged in the in the in the debate with on both sides and this this isn't just a, a wishy-washy <laughs> Um, comment I'm, I'm trying to make. I think that engagement in voting, making sure your voice is heard is so important. And so whilst uh, we would obviously have liked to have seen that the SU um, overall come out um, in favour with this uh, referendum, um, I think it's a sign that people are tired. The, the current um, living crisis is, is really putting um, stress onto individuals. And we recognise that for those who say um, have missed a, a, a session because of the strikes or have missed multiple sessions, it affects them personally. And we, we recognise that what we want to give them is more time. We want to give them more time and we hope that through the strikes we can get further investment in staff so that that level of education that they deserve can be delivered. Well, um, Bartham spoke, has spoken to a few students um, in reaction to this vote and trying to find out the reasons why. Um, and I've got a few sort of questions from students. This one student uh, is a second year and they've said that 
they're already having quite a small number of lectures and now they just last week we had two days of strikes and a third of her hours were cancelled. She lives with a flatmate that has seen no cancellations and has more lecture hours anyway and she just wants to ask you like how is that fair if it's not all lecturers striking why why is it that she has to sort of face the brunt of it really. And and that on a personal level I, I do want to acknowledge that is very difficult and any lecturer who cancels that will be quite um, aware of the effects that's going to have on the individual students. The reason why some students have been affected and others haven't is because, um, I I see this as membership secretary, we have different membership density Mm. depending on the department and there's no barrier to anyone you know, um, who's who's eligible to join. But I think certain areas or subjects perhaps are, are more um, politically engaged. For instance, polis, you might expect that yeah. there's a, a few more people who would be engaged with the union. And so it's the subject differentiations, which is meaning why some students have um, more uh, impact. But what we would say is that we'd very much encourage those students to come to speak to us on the picket line. We'd very be very glad to have um, further conversations about it. They can email the branch and we would be very willing to to talk through some of the concerns. So we want them to get in contact. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know that there has been a little bit of a shift with different departments actually taking on more strike action. Um, I know that the computer sciences department They'll be striking for, I think, one of the first times um, in this current season of strikes, which um, kind of wasn't precedented um, as they hadn't done previously. So there definitely is a bit of a shift, but I definitely empathise with that student as well. Given, this is from another student, um, and they're asking that given that the strikes haven't worked so far in terms of, I'm guessing, you know, the pension issue hasn't been resolved, the working condition issue hasn't been resolved, do you actually believe that these strikes are going to work? I think there is a really strong chance that they will. And the reason for that, the difference this time is that it's an aggregate ballot, whereas before their strike mandate was dependent on the branch. It's now dependent on the national union. So all as an aggregate, they can vote to take strike action, which is what they've done. And so this time there's a, a stronger mandate for action. So I think that will hopefully give us um, more more strength moving forward in these discussions and make sure that those discussions with students, with employers, with um, universities, UK and USS, we hope that further discussions will happen to bring these uh, strikes to an end because they they don't need to happen. They've been uh, it's almost been forced to this point. And thank you. And one of the last questions from a student, and um, they've just plainly asked, what is going to happen if these strikes don't work? If these strikes don't work, there will be calls for further discussions. There could be a chance of a marketing and assessment boycott. Though hopefully we won't come to that. There can be um, action short of a strike. So in summary, there's other action as union members that we can take. We are hoping that through gaining support with employers and with students, we can bring these discussions forward. Thank you. The last few questions, I mean, this is pretty much just sort of to do with like the relationship between the UCU and students. Um, and 
especially sort of in reaction to the SU referendum result. Do you think that maybe the UCU needs to take more of an active role in actually engaging with students and getting them to get involved with them more? You know, we've seen that um, the Bath Uni Left Union, they held a demonstration in support, but it's clear that there's definitely a disconnect there. There isn't the engagement that's needed. And I would I would agree. We would love to have more interaction with students and um, students either who maybe some might be on um, teaching contracts. They can contact and they can get um, membership. Alternatively, there is also student membership so they can um, always contact if they have questions about joining themselves. But yes, discussions need to happen. We had a town hall the other week where we um, invited people to come along and ask questions if they wanted to learn more. We'd be very happy to have more outreach events at the SU because you're right, the students deserve to know we want to contact them. Sometimes it is an issue of workload and trying to get in contact with as many people as possible. But yes, more engagement with the SU, with students as individuals is a priority. And I think a nice little question to end on then. If students, you've got 675 at least that do support you, they want to support the strikes, how can they do this? There's there's many ways. Um, uh, Whether they uh, support the strike or not, they can um, look at our uh, Twitter pages at UCU Bath, we're uh, Bath UCU on Instagram. They can also um, join the union if they are eligible. This is for um, postgraduates. They can come along to our teach outs, for instance, this week, um, Wednesday 15th and Thursday 16th from uh, we will be having alternative teaching sessions at um, the Bell in town, at the Bell in, I should say. Um, and that's from uh, 1 p.m. through to 6 p.m. And there'll be um, opportunities for discussions, questions. We'd love to hear from anyone who's interested in coming along to that. And um, they can come and speak to us on the picket line and um, they can choose um, not to cross the picket line. We realise that's quite difficult, especially if you live on campus. But, you know, wherever possible, that's something you could do. So in summary, follow us on social media and come along to our teach outs. Join wherever possible when you're eligible to. And if you have a student group that you'd like us to come and speak to, we'd be very willing to do that. Absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for talking to us, Kay. Do you have anything else you want to add? Anything else you want to plug? Strike action may continue. We want those dis- discussions to continue because ultimately it's it's a common phrase. I know it's been used in articles before, but students' learning conditions are our working conditions and we want to make sure that they both are as strong as possible so that we can deliver the best quality education that we can. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you, Bailey. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Bath Bomb. Today's episode was hosted by Tom Lowe and Bailey Kent with special guest Kate Eherig-Page. Bath Bomb is produced by Adam Wright. Bath Bomb is a Bath Time production.